Man, this nigga Pat Sajak came on and did a whole fucking thread, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, if you don't get your punk ass on, you bringing more attention. A lot of people didn't even see that shit. Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 303 of the What Up, Though? podcast. Yeah, uh, let, let me just start real quick by apologizing for our uh, our hiatus last week. That was on me. Hey, man, I got a cold. I'm delving, dog. <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> delving cool. No, no, no beef. No beef. <laughs> man, a, a fuck Delvin. Right. What, Six seconds what, what, into what, the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn, hey, I, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, yo, if you listen to uh, I don't know if you a Patreon on his, but he uh, he mm-hmm. has this. You are. I am, but I'm I'm not caught up though. Oh, okay, so they put out a so tell me uh, ep- uh the tenth episode of so tell me, and he told a story about a time when he got pissed off. Yeah, don't 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 fuck with Delvin, dog. Oh <laughs> Delvin, shit! Okay, Delvin, I'm, I'm, Delvin I'm a black Scarface out. Delvin a black Scarface out here, man. You can Delvin off. Now, I can't off wait him. to fucking listen. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm behind. <laughs> he might chainsaw your arms off in the bathtub. <laughs> and the reason I haven't listened, well, one of the reasons I, when I got a new phone, I had put the Patreon. I hadn't put the Patreon app on my uh on my phone, and because it was really weird where it wouldn't show up in my other podcast feed, so I need to actually just log in. The Patreon anyway, but yeah, I don't, I want no beef with uh black scarface and shit. So I ch- <laughs> I'll check that episode out too soon. Yeah, too. It's, it it comes it go, it goes into my Apple Podcast feed. Like it's a thing where you could you know you just add a URL and then it just resp- it just uh updates like any other podcast. But how does it update? With since that's a pay a pay episode though, because you get a uh if you go on the on the Patreon website, or well, I I don't know how this works for Android, but for Apple. Uh, if you have uh, like a Patreon kind of podcast or if you're subscribed to a, a maybe like a podcast and they have uh, like, say, they maybe have free versions with ads or paid versions with no ads, they'll have a link that will that you can go into Apple Podcasts and you can add go to like add a podcast and put that link in and then it'll either automatically subscribe you to the podcast just like any other one or then you or you'll have to enter your login information first and then it will subscribe you just like any other podcast so his patreon ones uh updated my podcast app just like every other podcast hmm. but anyway what i'll say <laughs> what i'll say that the uh the hiatus was on me uh i got a cold and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a bad cold but it hit its hardest on wednesday when we record and it was one of those things was like, I probably could have recorded, but I was just like, man, I'm just not feeling it. Like I'm mad tired and I, I just need to relax. I just need to rest. So, um, yeah, so that was on me that we didn't record last week, but yeah, we're, we're back this week. I'm feeling good. Ready to, I got topics too. like the past few weeks. I feel like we ain't really had too many. We either had no topics and we just freestyled it, or we had like one or two topics and then freestyled it. But shit, I got topics on deck this week, so I got shit to talk about. So yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we got we got a show for you, hoes. Yeah. 
Um, anywho, so, so first, uh, <laughs> we, we were just talking about before, um, we got on, well, I guess pre recording was the uh, atrocity of of madness that happened on uh, Will of Fortune. Was that this week? I, I think it was uh, last night, I believe. It was just last night? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. It was either last night or Monday night. Well, saying last night for a podcast that I don't know where we're going to put it out. It was either Tuesday night or Monday night. <laughs> One of them two. But yeah, right, we so was... Uh, oh, what, go ahead. What's the gist? Of, no, I was just going to say, if you want to talk about the gist of this whole episode, I mean, the... The Wheel of Fortune. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blunder. So so the, the the puzzle had most of the letters filled in and the phrase was something like uh, a feather in your cap. And I think almost all of the all the letters were filled in, except I believe like the I and N and the C and the P in cap. And. Each player, each of the three players, I think, got like three cracks apiece at the puzzle. And there's this one woman in particular who tried to solve on all her turns and got it wrong. Like the first time she said hat, which I wouldn't fault her for that if it wasn't like because I could say, okay, a feather in a hat. That makes sense because you can have hats with feathers in them. It fit the 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 the, uh, you know, the letters that were there. But the problem was that hat has a T in it and feather was already completed. So there's already a T and feather. So she should have known that it wasn't hat because the T had already been played and that spot where the T is a hat was blank. So it couldn't be a T there. But she said feather in the hat didn't get it. And then like the next two people, I think either got it wrong or they got bankrupt or they got lose a turn. And they go back to the girl, and then she says, "A feather in your map." I'm like, the map thing was just like the map is where I was just like, okay, (laughs) I can't even deal with this anymore. This motherfucker saying map, but and uh, long story short, eventually the puzzle gets solved after, like I said, probably a total of nine turns, three three apiece for the three players, and it went viral on Twitter yesterday. Went no, uh, today Wednesday. And partially last night, Tuesday night. And it went viral. People just cracking jokes like, oh, this shit ridiculous. Look at these dumbass people, yada, yada, yada. And Pat Sajak put out this whole fucking tweet thread. It was like eight tweets long, justifying, basically saying that everybody was being too hard on them and explaining how they could have got it wrong, yada, yada, yada. And we were just talking beforehand about the, the logistics of how ridiculous it is to get that wrong, about how MAP is just a ridiculous guess. And how hat is a solid guess, but the T had already been played. And he put he's trying to like justify the fact that they didn't get this puzzle, but it you really can't justify it. Nah, duh. those are some like I comment arrow, I comment on your on your Facebook post. Those are some uh, no child left behind people that should have been and should have <laughs> been left behind until they got it right, and they end up being adults and going on with a fortune, which is a fucking amazing. They got there, and they like I was watching the clip, and because it's funny, I saw you post about it, and then I I meant to watch it and I didn't. Then I seen Johnny posted in the chat, and then I started watching. I'm like, oh my fucking god! Like, how does this happen? <laughs> like, like you said, I would have took hat as a a, weird, a wild guess, although the T was just out. But it the, the context of it does not fucking map. 
Like, what the fuck? Map is where they lost me. Because even 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 I might still give a pass on hat, even though the T was already on the board. Because sometimes I'll do that on Wordle. Do you play Wordle? Mm-mm. Well, sometimes I'll do that on Wordle, where like every now and then I'll make a mistake and guess a word where I forget that I know a letter that I know for a fact there's a letter in the correct answer. And I guess the word that didn't have that letter in it. So, so, so every now and then I'll have a brain fart. But again, this is a complete kind of like guessing game for the most part. Oh, it's kind of like a word version of Sudoku. But I could kind of give a pass on that because you just look, if you think of the answers feather in the hat, you might not note that the T has already been played. Now, I, the, considering that this woman gets map later, I wouldn't put it out of the... I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility that she's the one who guessed T and got it on the board in the first place and then still said hat later, which makes it even worse. But uh, yeah, man, it, it was it was pretty ridiculous. And the passage that came on there with this like long ass defense, like eh, just chill out, dog. Just let us get these jokes off, bro. <laughs> like, bro he, he, I think he brought more attention to it than it probably would have. We would people, folks would have got their jokes, including myself. And probably would have forgot about forgot about this in a week or so. Now Pat Sajak on there caping for these dumbass motherfuckers. It's funny. I searched. Uh, I was searching. Man, I don't even know what the fucking link is. But I searched Pat Sajak on um, just Google, and one of the things that came up it said uh, contestants try to make dumb guesses or some shit like. <laughs> Like they was straight dogging their ass, dog. <laughs> man, it, it's it's bad. But yeah, that, that shit was funny to watch, man. But, and I and I like Wheel of Fortune because it's a fun game that has to do with like, you know, like words and sentences and shit like that. But at the end of the day, I feel like Wheel of Fortune is an incredibly easy game. Like maybe not it, it maybe it's just me and it's it's a it it works with how my brain functions that it seems easy. But, like, Wheel of Fortune is such an easy game to me. Like, I feel like I'd go on Wheel of Fortune and win easily. Whereas, like, I look at Jeopardy and shit, I'm like, man, I go on Jeopardy as smart as I am. I go on Jeopardy and I would embarrass myself. <laughs> like, I mean, you, the, like it, Mike, who we have Mike, he still has zero points. So, uh, you get to choose first. <laughs> like, I mean, the progression <laughs> of Wheel of Fortune is that it gets easier because the clues help you more. Right. So, it's not, you know, it's not like, I mean, I don't, and like, I've never, I've never fully played Water. I've, I messed around when it first uh, came out, but I haven't really played it. But at least you have some, you get, well, the next line is because of the, the letters that you guessed right in the first, the previous line, correct? Uh huh. So at least you're getting some letters, kind of right. like Wheel of Fortune. You're getting letters that you, that's going to help you figure out the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Word or whatever. And yeah, that shit's crazy. So come, uh, I think when Wordle, I think what maybe the first week or two when Wordle was out, I was uh trying to go find my boss. He was at somebody's desk and I thought they were in like a conference call because they were kind of whispering and they were looking at the screen. Man, I go over there more. They had some intense fucking Wordle uh, <laughs> moment and shit trying to figure it out. I was like, I thought y'all was working, man. Y'all over here trying to figure out some goddamn words and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm- those kind of things just uh, those are in my wheelhouse, like that kind of stuff. Cause like I, right, I, right. I've, I've said before, like I just study the language. So like the way 
I stu- and when I say study the language, I don't mean like I'm reading books and shit, but I mean like I I I look at words and the way sentences are constructed and I I know like letter combinations uh things that make sense like okay there's no way this letter is going to precede that letter or or if it does there's only this one word that it could possibly be like like that's just in my wheelhouse so like that's maybe that's why I think Wheel of Fortune is an easy game and that's why I've never lost on Wordle like I'm still I'm 50 and 0 on Wordle right now <laughs> like cuz I like and I don't I really don't think I'll ever miss it. Well, it's funny is that you was like, well, it's not like I'm reading books and shit. And I'm like, this man just talking about how he just wordsmith. And he's like, well, it's not like I'm reading books and shit. Yeah, and I, I really don't. <laughs> like, I, I don't. <laughs> like, I, I don't really. I, I, surprisingly, I, I am not a big I am not a big reader. It's, it's just because I can't you know, I can't focus enough. No, I, and that's kind of me. Like I've, I, I've, I have many books that I've started and I have not completed because I just get like bored really fast. And even some of the books I've had have like really been interesting. I some it just it's just re, it's just looking at words on paper. Just really like I can do it like on my tablet. It's a lot easier. But I don't know what it is about it, man. And it just it just bores the shit out of me. And even topics I even like like and enjoy and shit. So but I got tons of I got I know I got about a good easily easily 10 books that I've started and not completed and shit. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like I know I'm not a, a, a ignorant ass and shit, but I just get bored super fucking fast. Uh man, motherfuckers act like reading, like if you somebody who loved to read, that make you extra smart or some shit like that. And that's not necessarily true. Like if you if you are someone who can read, then you have the uh you have the likelihood of gaining a lot of knowledge. But being somebody who read don't necessarily make you smart. It's what for me, and I don't think I have ADHD or anything like that. I don't think so, but for some reason, I have ADHD when it comes the reading at least i think i whatever it is, i don't know what the fucking term is but like i cannot focus on reading like i'll be reading something and then say 20 minutes will go by and i'll realize that i've retained none of what i've read i've just read words like i haven't actually like consumed like the words like i'm just like it's just words running off of my head because my brain is somewhere else i took so one I of those I don't retain uh... books I, I, yeah, I'm with you with that. I took one of those courses and I can't think of what it was, what the name of it was called, but it was like uh, learning like note taking, uh, like learning speed reading. God, I can't remember what this fucking course was, but I was like in, that was, was I still in high school? I was right after college. I can't think of, but it was one of them uh, prestigious ass fucking courses and stuff. And it was showing you how to like speed read like paragraphs at a time and shit. And I was like, nah, I am not retaining none of this shit. Like, what's the purpose of me even doing this? Like, that just, it didn't make no fucking sense to me, like, at all. And I'm like, nah, I can't read paragraphs at a time. Cause it was, you, you're, instead of what they were saying is that, like, for people who like read out loud or like, you know, you mouth every word, you're only reading as fast as your mouth can mouth the words, if that makes sense. So it's trying to teach you to not mouth the words and just do it all in your head. But mm-hmm. I wasn't retaining none of that shit, like, at all. And to this day, I'm, I don't, like, it really takes a lot for me to really get into, like, like, I can read articles all day. I yeah. actually love it. I, I actually prefer it. You know, it could be 10 pages of an article. I, I totally enjoy it. But fucking book, man, it just, I just have a hard time retaining and just 
remembering the shit I read. Yeah, like I I have technically read. Well, I'm not gonna say technically because I didn't retain it, but I've read the first book of the Game of Thrones series, and you would think, as big of a fan as I am, that I would have read all those books, but I haven't read them all because it took me forever to read the first book, not because it's too long, but because time would pass. I would realize I've gone through four or five, six pages, and I have no fucking clue what happened because I just was not, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain what happens. Like I'm reading the words, but not like I'm not retaining anything. Like it's not, it's, it's nothing. It's like, okay, it, you know what it's like? Have you have you taken a foreign language before? Uh, yeah, uh, first year in college, but I bombed it. But yeah. So, but even then, the easiest thing to do is read a foreign language because all you got to learn is pronunciation. So, like, but it, let's say, for instance, you've learned the pronunciation of a language, but you don't know it. Know it. Like, I could read. Like, if you gave me a a. a infinite number of pages of books written in Spanish or pages written in Spanish. I could read you the whole thing, but I don't know what the fuck. None of it mean. I can't translate every fucking word. So that's kind of what it's like for me reading. I can read the whole thing, but I'm not fucking like my brain is not taking any of this in. And that will happen. Like I'll read like a page or two and then I'll just keep going. And then I realize like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like I haven't re- I haven't actually retained anything in several pages. I'd be like, what? How am I even on this chapter? Like, what the fuck right. happened on the last ten pages? <laughs> like, so yeah, that's why uh, I haven't read any more of the books. So I'm like, well, it took me forever to read the first one because I kept having to go back. Like, oh shit, where, where? What's the last thing I remember? And I have to go back, and start over again. Had that happened many a times, many a fucking times. And like <sighs> what you said about articles. I am infinitely better at that with articles, but a really long article, I'll do the same thing. Like eventually I'll get to a point where I'm like, oh wait, I don't know what's going on anymore. Or I'll, I'll eventually I'll, I'll start, I'll start skimming. And that I can do actually pretty well, like reading, like, uh, like if I'm actually focused on skimming, which sounds weird, but like, I can actually get through paragraphs really, really fast, kind of just looking at the words collectively, as opposed to like reading word by word, line by line. I might look at a paragraph and like maybe look at the first word in every line and kind of see the other words there. And my brain will translate what all that says. So it's like I could kind of I could do it that way. But I, I can only do that with articles. I can't do that with books. That was kind of how that course I was taking um, was like kind of looking at a paragraph, kind of, you know, that shit. And it, but like I say, I was just, um, I was not fucking retaining that shit. It actually made me seem slow. Like, I'm just like, I know I'm better than this, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I know because, I'm fucking better than this. But that's because it's it's like a whole thing where it's like, people act like reading makes you smart. So if you, if, if reading just don't work for you, then you feel like you dumb. So it's like, I, I, I started to feel that way too. That I'm like, hold on, nigga. <laughs> it ain't no, it ain't no part of you that's dumb. <laughs> so it's just something about reading in particular that just doesn't, <laughs> I'm sorry. 
nigga, hold on. Wait, what? So, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my shit together. Okay, so, so I got on, like, whenever we podcast, and I usually have something on the TV that I'm like background watching. And right now, I got on a, um, it's a, it's an NBA game. I don't even remember who it is. I think it's Denver and uh, uh, somebody. It's Denver and somebody. And it's halftime. And when you watch, like, I'd be watching, like, the NBA League Pass feeds. And the NBA League Pass feeds will show the stuff that happens when the game's not being played. So it'll show, like, the things that they do in the arena during timeouts. You'll get to see the halftime show, all that kind of shit. And right now it's on halftime. And I don't know who these people are, but there's, like, it looks like maybe, like, teenagers and they're playing like full court basketball and they're all terrible. But there's one kid out there in a wheelchair and they push the kid in the wheelchair up underneath the basket. And they gave him the ball and then all the other kids let him shoot it. And he shot it. And it like, remember, he's like kind of like underneath it. It hit the bottom of the rim and then came back real hard and hit him right on the top of the head. And like the woman who was pushing his wheelchair, like rubbed him on the head like he was a dog. It's gonna like, be okay. Like, oh, <laughs> you okay? It didn't hurt that bad. It's gonna bad. be all right. <laughs> he just, he, but he was just sitting in a wheelchair looking pissed. Like, God damn it, this is embarrassing. Like, don't touch my head. Like, <laughs> man, oh lord, I don't even remember what I was talking about before that. My goodness, <laughs> I feel bad for laughing at it, but I'm like, no, he. He, he even felt like, man, this shit dumb, dog. Like, y'all got me out here looking stupid. <laughs> man, that ball hit him in the head hard as fuck. Like, you know how you can brick on the rim hard as shit? Yeah. Like, he bricked on the rim hard like as fuck. Like, the ball, <laughs> like, is, like, projecting back at you and shit. Like, oh, that yeah. ball flew back in. <laughs> it flew back on the head. Hit him on the head. <laughs> oh, like, oh, man, man mad bro. As fuck. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. But yeah, that that read is shit, dog. Like, I, I think that's all it is, man. Is like, I, I I didn't, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I, I let go of the idea that me just my brain not being able to retain reading is not. That's just a weird quirk in my brain. Like, I, I didn't, I don't have no hangups on it. Like, I, like, I wish somebody would try to tell me that they smarter than me because they can retain retain reading better than I can. Like, okay. <laughs> Let's have a smart off. Yeah, that's one thing though. I've never, I've never, <laughs> like, I've probably is. joked a smart off. <laughs> I've never, uh, I mean, I've joking that man, what the fuck? Am I feeling slow? But I've never like felt like, yeah, am I inferior to a motherfucker who's like well read because it doesn't equate, you know what I'm saying, at all. Yeah, I do wish I was more well read though, for sure. Like, cause it's so much, cause I do like to learn. And like, the best way to do that is to read. Is to fucking like, read right. Like, God damn it, I'll be feeling like reading. <laughs> But fortunately, like you said, I'm 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 like mostly good with articles, so I can yeah. read an article or and like a Wikipedia articles, page or something like that. I can fuck with a Wikipedia page and all that good shit. And even with the articles, it's like it have to I have to be like remotely interested. And even still, I can be the most interested. At some point, it just becomes boring. Like for the past week, I've been saying I was going to read up on uh, this Russia Ukraine stuff, and I just I just don't have any interest in it. Like yeah. I just don't have no interest in it at all. That's tough too because uh again for me uh, I think this is another kind of like just quirk that I have is that when I start reading about 
um, like world history, when I start reading like the names of countries or things like that, that I'm kind of unfamiliar with, sometimes my brain just kind of shuts off. Like, yeah, I don't know what that is. (laughs) And like, especially if I'm reading a Wikipedia article and how they have like, when they mention something, they'll have a link to where you can click that and then learn about that thing that they mentioned. I'll be doing that and I'll get so caught up in clicking the links and shit. And I'm just like, I don't even know where I'm at anymore. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's going on. So yeah, I, I, I get a little, uh, I get a little lost when it comes to even reading Wikipedia articles about, uh, foreign, foreign things, because there's so many words or, or, uh, references that I don't understand or that I'm not aware of. And then I'll end up clicking the link on that. And then that, the, it'll, then that link will start talking about shit that I'm not aware of. And I, uh, it's like, my brain kind of shuts off. So I get that. I struggle with it too. I will find myself reading Wikipedia articles about world history that I will have to like, I'll read it. Like I would normally read something realize that none of what I just read made sense to me and then have to go back. And I'm like, let me read it again slower and actually take in each word as opposed to just reading it. Like it was something that I would normally read. So that that's, that's all I got to do is like, I'll just have to read it a second time with purpose as opposed to just, reading normally um so I that russian the- ukrainian shit is is one of the things it. like that too because like if you if you google like russia ukraine conflict or something like that and you read like say you find an article that says oh we are here's where we explain the entire history of the conflict between russia and ukraine it will tell you about all sorts of different shit that happened a long ass time ago <laughs> and it, it just it's it's a whole thing so yeah it's easy to kind of get lost in it and yeah i mean I, like i know you you had russia and ukraine on our list but i really still don't know the gist of why the fuck this shit is even happening well the main reason i had <laughs> russia and ukraine on the list of things to discuss tonight was kind of more so about my general feelings on our our being the united states involvement in it and when i say our involvement because we're not doing too much we, we you know issuing sanctions or whatnot but like like we're not heavily involved but we're involved in the sense of uh it's talked about all the time by our politicians we are issuing sanctions on russia and it, so so we are involved to some degree and my issue with all that and this has been my my stance on foreign policy for most of my adult life is that I don't like us interjecting our American ideas and values and what we think is right or wrong. I don't like us putting that on other nations like, hey, you should be like us. I don't like that. And then I also don't like us getting involved in other people's shit when we got shit we need to handle here. And now in 2022, we are the most fucked here, I feel, that we've been like, I feel like we've gotten progressively more fucked here over the course of the past uh, 10 years or so, give or take. So like with everything we got going on here that we need to take care of, that we could take care of, that we're not taking care of because of all of the 
conflict between Democrats and Republicans and how it's basically just them versus each other as opposed to doing what's best for the country. With all that kind of shit going on here, why the fuck we sticking our noses in that shit? <laughs> like, stay, like, stay out of that shit. Like, don't fuck with Russia. Don't fuck. With, I'm going to say don't. When I say don't fuck with Russia, I say don't fuck with Russia because them niggas like, them niggas got the nuclear weapons. So like, don't fuck with Russia. Like, worry about what the fuck we got going on here and let Russia and Ukraine handle their own shit. So like, that's kind, that's the, like the main reason I put it in there. But I mean, gump it down. Like, as far as, you know, what I could see is that Russia basically looks at Ukraine as like, you belong to us. Like, I know you think you your own. You, I know you think you on your own shit, but you really belong to us. And I guess, you know, uh, Ukraine wants to see itself as its own nation. And then they want it to be part of NATO. And Russia looked at that as Ukraine kind of like siding with the West and wanting to be part of everything that's going on with not everything that's going on, but like trying to be like in, a, in not just the United States, but in the United States and its ally circle. And they look at that as like, how you going to fuck with them? Like you part of us. Like, I know you think you your own shit, but really you still part of Russia. And if you, if you got that fucked up, we about to show you how you wrong. And I, so I, that's essentially the gump down version of what I believe is why Russia is advancing on Ukraine to like, let them know, like, yeah, I know you think you want to be, I know you think you have the option of being down with the West and they allies, but no, you, you with us. So we going to get you together real quick. That's basically what the, that's basically what the nature of the conflict is. The scene, an article <laughs> that said China asked Russia to delay the Ukraine war into after the Olympics. Like y'all don't want them to stop. Y'all just want them to delay it to after the fucking Olympics. Like what kind of crazy shit is that? Like, can y'all just hold y'all beef off for a little bit? Like what the fuck? <laughs> Ah, man. Anyways, um, and, and Putin, a whole ass nigga. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like Putin, I've never known to Putin to be some like grand person or you know somebody people looked at as some good person. So I mean, just him being involved was just like, okay, I know some fuck shit is going on. So and, and but, you know, we saw we saw him make Trump his bitch for four years. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the only reason I had it on there. I just wanted to hop on my soapbox about how we need to stay out of other niggas' business. <laughs> Bro, really all it is. Yeah, essentially we need to mind our own. We got enough bullshit happening here, so uh, and that's the thing that bugs me. Like we have so much shit that's going on in our own fucking land, on our on our in our own borders and shit. And I'm like, why would we? Why do we have to be involved? I remember when, and I mentioned. I think I mentioned. I know I've mentioned this a few times on various podcasts that we've done episodes or whatever like one of the things that really bugged me about uh obama was that during um i think when mike brown was killed and i think he was he was like he was doing some press conferences on fucking like egypt or some other place i'm like dog why the fuck do you care about that shit right now you got bullshit happening in your own fucking country and you doing some shit on it wasn't egypt it was somewhere whatever okay we said egypt for sake argument and that that shit bugged the shit out of me like man we got tons of shit going on here to y'all could, and i and i know there could be the argument is that uh multiple things can be done at the same time but man a priority needs to always be on shit going on here Unless the shit going on across there is going to directly affect us. 
Yeah, uh, that that was the exact point that I was about to make. So when, as soon as you said Obama, I was like, oh, he must be going where I'm about to go. But to add to what you said, because that is what I was going to say, one of my biggest that is probably my biggest issue with Obama, actually, was it was what you said, but it was combined with the fact that one of his biggest selling points for me when he was campaigning prior to 2008 was that he campaigned on the idea of focusing on here first and not getting in other countries' business and inflicting our, inflicting our values on other countries. And I'm like, finally, somebody who's, who is saying we're going to focus on us and quit putting our nose in other countries' business. And then that nigga got elected and put our nose in other people's business. I'm like, God damn it, nigga. I voted on you for like, like I, a lot of people voted for him because he was black. He was charismatic. And I did too. That was, that was a factor. But like the main factor was his stance on foreign policy because that was how I felt all this time. I'm like, not only is he black, not only is he young, not only do he seem cool, but he on the same shit I'm on about not trying to make every country on this planet America junior and, and doing and going everywhere and fuck with everybody else and trying to make them like us. And then he got elected and started <laughs> put us in other countries business. And I'm like, God damn it, dog. Like that was what that was my main issue with him was that shit. And I can't I, I remember what you're talking about specifically, and I can't but I can't remember if it was Egypt, though. I feel like it was either Egypt. It wasn't Egypt. Uh, I don't think it was Egypt either, but like that sound. Fuck, that sound familiar, though. Yeah, I, I don't remember uh, Egypt came to mind, but I, I felt like it wasn't Egypt. Like there was Korea, something there, there was uh, something like that, I, like going on somewhere. And he did he did put us in it. And it wasn't like on some war shit. It was just like he put us in something. And it was it was some sort of conflict, some other some other country business or whatever. But yeah, that was that was my issue. That was one of my main issues with him was that shit. Like getting us all involved in like these wars and these drone strikes and all this kind of shit. And I'm like, man, you you sold me <laughs> on not putting ourselves in other country shit. And here you go, <laughs> doing exactly what you said you weren't gonna do. Yep. Yeah, but so, dog, yeah. I am dying to know uh, how did Boston Market and KFC piss you off? <laughs> Man, actually, I, I have yet to address this shit. I gotta, I gotta remember to do that shit tomorrow. But so what happened was on Sunday, uh, you know, generally like during the weekend, not every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but during the weekend, I try to, uh, you know, get takeout for the family like you know my wife likes to cook or whatever but some days i'll be like you know let's like usually on friday on friday we almost always eat out like we won't go anywhere but we'll like get takeout from somewhere almost right, every right. friday and on sunday i was like you know let me uh you know let me go you know grab us something to eat so you know ain't nobody gotta cook we could just you know get something whatever so my wife says she wanted boston market i'm like cool so i placed this order for boston market in the app and uh, I drive up to the Boston market and I get there and it looks like it, I'm, it don't it looks close to the point of like they were never open. I'm like, there's nobody inside. The lights are off. Chairs are on the table like there's nobody there. And I'm looking inside and you can see a screen that is showing orders that are with pickup times and it's actively updating. 
with times that are minutes away from where, you know, from the current time. So people are still actively placing orders and shit. And I roll up there and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like banging on a door. I tried calling. Nobody's picking up other people. Cause like I said, these minute, these orders are minutes apart. Other people are rolling up. Like what the fuck's going on? And this guy come up to me and he's like, yeah, you know, I've been here for probably about maybe like 10, 15 minutes before you got here. And when I got here, uh, there was one person working inside and he came out and he told me that they ain't had no more food. And he left. I'm like, what you mean he left? Like, he just went home? Like, he just left? He's like, yeah, he left. And he gave me, like, this email address and said, if you email this email address with your, uh, like, receipt or whatever, they'll, you know, they may or may not give you your money back. I'm like, fuck you mean they may or may not? May or may not. Like, what part of the game is this? To me, they may or may not. And what pissed me off about that the most was that whoever was working whether it was a manager or whether it was a regular employee, whatever decided they had no food. So that nigga just left and they put up no sign. They didn't stop the uh, website from taking orders. Cause I figured there's gotta be a way you can be like, okay, we closed or something like that to where people can't place orders for your specific store. There's gotta be a way to do that. Right. And none of that happened. So people are placing orders and paying online. And there's and some one motherfucker just left the store, locked it up, and said, "Yo, fuck it, I'm out." Fuck y'all, I'm out. <laughs> and the, and, and people just place the orders, like, and nothing's happening. And we got to go through this process. And 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 then, like for everybody who came after me, and that guy, the, that guy who was there with that information, he goes home. What about all? This is like five o'clock in the afternoon. What about all the other people who are gonna show up in between five o'clock and when the store closes? Who are gonna have no idea what the fuck is going on because there's no sign, no nothing. And like that shit had me so fucking mad because I went to that Boston market before and it was a similar situation. There was one person working there and they had the door locked so you couldn't come in. And they would, and that person would have to see you and then they would come out, unlock the door, and be like, Oh, do you have an order? Yeah, I have an order, yada, yada. And they go back and get it and bring it out to you. And then you leave. And I'm like, that bothered me in and of itself. Like, you could at least have a door unlocked. Uh, like, damn, man. <laughs> like, like, we on the tail end of the pandemic. Now, these things acting like it's the walking dead and shit. <laughs> I got the fucking door locked. And so, like, that that infuriated me, dog. Like, how are you just going to, like, just dip off and just, like, leave no fucking do nothing? So orders can keep being placed and nothing happens. So I'm like... I call my wife and I explain to her what happened in Boston market. I'm like, so I'll handle, you know, getting the money back or whatever. And mind you, order and takeout is not cheap for me. <laughs> like this isn't like, Oh, I dropped 15, $20, like order and takeout for my family. Like I'm dropping 40, $50 every time. So it's like, it's not like it's, mm-hmm. it's super cheap. So I call her up, explain the situation. And I'm like, what, you know, what you want me to do? I'm like, I, I'm looking, I'm standing outside the Boston market at the time. I'm like, I see a KFC across the street. You want me to go get KFC or whatever? She's like, yeah, let's go ahead and get KFC. I'm like, cool. So again, I open up the KFC app, place my order. Uh, and I, I, I think, uh, was that stop somewhere first? I, I can't remember, but I left the, the Boston market wound around, uh, went up in the KFC 
And I see the line is eh, kind of long. So I'm like, I'll hop in the line or whatever. It's probably been about five to 10 minutes. And I know that for the most part, for like fast food places, when you order in an app or online, they don't make it when you order it. They make it when you get there. You just don't have to pay and shit. <laughs> so like you have to pay at the window or order at the window. You just like, yeah, I got an online order. They just like pull up and they hand you your food. It's not like your food is sitting there getting cold. So I'm like, whatever, I'll, I'll roll up, I'll order it and I'll drive across the street or whatever and, and go pick it up. So I get in this line and the line is moving like at a snail pace. Like it's not moving at all. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I finally get up to the order thing and these niggas go, our fryer is broke. We ain't got no chicken. I'm like, <laughs> why are you open? I'm like, again, like this brought me back to the hood. Like, cause that would be some shit. Like, I don't know what your experiences was like at KFC in the hood when you was a kid, but that was fairly common where you could roll up the KFC at like seven o'clock at night or something. They'd be like, we ain't got no chicken. <laughs> what the fuck you oh, mean? I mean, I think anywhere in the hood I've had that happen. I've been to Taco Bell. They said we're out of ground beef. I'm like, how, why are you open? Been to KFC, no chicken, shit like that. Totally, yeah. Uh, KFC, fryer, no chicken was always fryer was broke at uh, I think like rallies or some shit. Yeah. Oh, and then you know the milkshakes always down at McDonald's. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, we already placed the online order. She was like, all right, well, uh, you know, just pull up to the window and you can talk to the manager. And I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. Uh, so I pull up to the window. <laughs> I pull up to the window, and I guess this nigga is the manager. A black dude walk up to the window, and he just stood there. <laughs> he didn't say nothing. I pull up. He walk up to the window. He just stood there, and I'm just like, he didn't. He didn't say, "Can I help you?" He didn't say like, "Oh, uh, you know, we got the situation. Here's what you could do." He stood there and he looked at me for a very uncomfortable, uncomfortably long period of time to the point where I literally started laughing. I'm looking at him in his face laughing because I'm just like, this feels like a joke. Like, why are you looking at me just standing there not talking? I just picture that manager. I picture that meme of Diddy looking at the dude on that stage or whatever. (laughs) And I'm just going back and forth like, who fuck wants to say some shit? (laughs) Yeah, I I, I wasn't going to. Because it it was so uncomfortably long that I'm like, I'm going to keep making this awkward. Uh, Because I'm like, I'm I'm in awe that you can be the manager of a restaurant, which obviously works in customer service. And you can walk up to the window, look a customer dead in the face and say absolutely nothing. (laughs) Like not hi, not how can I help you? He walked up to the window and stared at me. And I'm really I'm like, is this something wrong with this nigga? Like, is he okay? Like, this is what I'm thinking. And I'm looking at him. He's just standing there. I'm like, looking confused. I'm like, is he going to say anything? And then I just started laughing. And then eventually he goes, yeah, so our fryers are down and yada, yada. And I I, I start talking to him, but I can't stop laughing. I'm I'm like, because I'm sitting in my head like, this nigga really walked up to the window, just didn't talk. (laughs) Like, this is so fucking weird. And on the heels of what happened at Boston Market, I'm just like, this is just, this is just too much ridiculous activity for such a small period of time and you know he basically was just like you know we can't do the refunds here so you gotta like go through the app and find the contact information and tell them what happened yeah yeah this whole thing or whatever it didn't matter but 
at the end of the day, dog, I'm just thinking like, okay, you got the Boston market nigga that dipped out and didn't say shit. And now I got this KFC manager who just walk up to the window and stare at niggas. Dog. Like, <laughs> like, where do they find these people? And that's what I was texting you and Johnny about how on one hand, I feel like if you have a job, you shouldn't have to struggle. Like you should be able to live comfortably if you work. But at the same time, I'm like, how am I supposed to justify paying these niggas $15 an hour? <laughs> you got niggas who walk up to the window and stare at you. Dog. Like they don't even talk. Like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and it's just, and you just wonder like, you know, wh- why aren't these people trained better? I mean, okay. I'm not even like shit fucks up. Shit breaks. I totally get it. I'm but totally has, understanding of that kind of it thing. It has to be better communication happens, and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny you mentioned KFC because they just put a KFC on uh, Joy Road, like between Southfield and uh, Evergreen. Okay. And so me uh, me and the wife stopped there Saturday. And so they got two. You know how they had to do the double lines? Mm-hmm. And so, I hate that, by the way. Yeah, so it's two cars in the far one, but it's no car in the, in the inside one. So I just assume the inside one is broke. And so all of a sudden you hear, you see the lady that was, it was two, the, the car in front pulls up and you hear the person talking in the inside one saying, that's the lane they need to use. So she pulls up on the outside and just kind of yells her order. The car in front of us, we back up so that car can back in and go in. But I'm like, if y'all motherfuckers know this bitch's clothes, why don't y'all put some... And the thing is, they have cones out there. Right, put a cone up or something. Put a yeah. cone up, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, just just small... I mean, luckily, luckily everything went well after that. But I'm just like, simple shit. If, if, <laughs> if you don't have certain shit, close this bitch down. Like, don't let motherfuckers come in. Like, on, online orders are a little different because people are placed orders. They really need to be a system. If your shit's fucked up, it shouldn't take it. But I will say the plus about... Because I, I use the apps now for all my shit. Me too. Uh, if I can. The cool thing is that most of the apps I've used, especially because I use Burger King a lot, because um, the, the, that seems to be the the, the, the least um, busy during lunch. Mm-hmm. And... uh they just refund it within however many days. And I don't really care usually because I'm using my credit card. So not like I'm out of cash. And so it just, it, it refunds it at some point. It's usually like two or three days. Um, but yeah, just the incompetence of just people at some of these places, dog, that shit is just, just fucking ridiculous. And it's, uh, and I just, I don't want to equate fast food or just low, low, what's, what's the word? Uh, People that don't have like higher skills or some shit, mm-hmm. but it's like I, I've never worked at a fast food place, so I don't know the ins and outs of it. But I don't equate it to being a, a a difficult job. Now, I will say just the busyness of just fast food and just restaurants in general um, can get crazy. I would never want to work in a, at a fast food place at all. I don't want to deal with shitty customers. But it just seems like places could be a bit more efficient. Like, case in point. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm still having effects of my dog hair, and I think I'm really allergic to this cut hair. Shit's still fucking with me. Um, Chick-fil-A is the most efficient fast food place I've ever been to. Hmm. And it's been every fucking location. There's hmm. not been a Chick-fil-A I've been to that has been inefficient. Every fucking one of them. Even they had a pop-up Chick-fil-A at Somerset where they just had this is like during like the peak of COVID, where they had line, they made it, they made it like a they had like 
uh, almost like the tour bus or some shit, mm-hmm. and they had a Chick Fil A. They made lines with cones, and they had people out there with fucking tablets and shit. Yeah, I've and, seen that. Yeah, always efficient. Like, so we know it can happen. Like, why the fuck are these other places so fucking far behind? Like, Chick Fil A is has they they own the bar, and the bar is high. For customer service they shit just works out well never had a fucking problem not sure why burger king uh mcdonald's kfc boston market wherever the fuck you are uh whatever place it is can, can't can't get it right i just don't get it yeah like give it give an example uh there's a kfc that's semi close to my house that i've been to uh two two times and I went to this one again, like I like you said, I always place my orders in the app at this point because it just makes sense. But at the time, this was the first time I'd done it because I don't eat KFC that often. And there's not one real close to my house. So it has to be a situation where like I just really want KFC. So uh, this first time I had to actually download the app. So I download the app and I place my order and they have a thing called Express Pickup. And it says, and, and Qdoba and Chipotle, oh, I don't know what Chipotle has, but Qdoba has it, where like you place your order and when your order is ready, they put it in a section so that when, when you get to the store, you could just go in the store, go to that section and grab the bag with your name on it. And yeah, it's, that's like Jimmy John's, dude. Yeah, that's risky, obviously, because anybody could grab your shit if they want it. But at least it's there. It yeah, should, it's there. It should be so, there. <laughs> yeah, so I placed the order in the KFC app for the express pickup. If you place the order, it says, you know, when you get there, uh, you know, park, come inside, go to express pickup section grab your shit. You good. So I go up to the KFC. They got two parking spots that are labeled for express pickup. And there's a sign in the window that says, uh, uh, something like, uh, express pickup enter here, you know, something to that effect. And I get, I park in the spot. I get up, I walk, to the door and I open, try to open the door and it's locked. I go around to another door, try to open the door and it's locked. Somebody inside points for me to go to the drive-thru. I instantly got furious because I'm like, why would you take down the sign that says enter here for express pickup if you lock the fucking door? Why would you take that sign down? Like simple shit like that. Common fucking sense. Like, oh, I know you can't control the app. I know you can't take down the sign at the parking spot necessarily, but you can at least take down the sign in the window that says enter into this door for express pickup if you're gonna lock the fucking door and not let people in. So like and do this that's weird ass shit. point, like what the fuck? Right. That's the kind of shit. And Panera Bread did something like that too. Uh, when I ordered that for my wife and like, that's the kind of shit that really irritates me. Cause I I'm standing outside. And at that point, now I want you to know how dumb you are. So I'm standing outside saying, why the fuck is the side on the door then? Like saying shit, like saying <laughs> shit like that outside, like hoping that they can hear me. Cause I'm like that. That's when I get pissed off. Cause that's common sense right there. Like you not letting people into the, not letting people into the store, the app, is saying I can do express pickup. There's an express pickup parking spot. There's a sign in the door that says this is for express pickup. And you're going to tell me to get in the drive through Take the fucking sign down or put up a sign that says, 
we're not doing express pickup going to the drive-thru. Nothing. That's all you got to do. Like, there should be plenty of fucking cardboard and fucking markers. At the very least, you could cover up a sign and just get better direction. Come on, thing is, why? I know y'all niggas got a printer in there. Why? Why (laughs) a piece of paper and write on it with a pen? Why why would you want to be bothered with people coming to the door and constantly have to tell them that versus you could just put a sign and just have them go through the fucking drive? Like, that that's the part. I mean, even if, even if there's no protocol for this, which is stupid, it should be a protocol if something fucks up but it's just common sense. sense like yeah put a fucking sign up i don't want to fucking be bothered i wouldn't be in there want to be bothered by all these people coming to the door and then just yeah that's just stupid dog so that that's when i feel bad for champion championing championing the idea of fast food workers making 15 dollars an hour why the fuck how, how am i supposed to be on your side for making 15 dollars an hour and you can't do something that fucking simple you got like, <laughs> like you could take the sign down. You could put up a sign that says, "Hey, fuck that other sign. We ain't letting niggas in right now." Because if it, like something, dog. But they just out here operating like nothing. Like everything's normal, and then now you got to direct. Like how many motherfuckers you got to direct to the drive-through before you say, "Let's put up a sign so that people don't try to come in this door and we can stop." Like like simple shit like that. And you, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be out here arguing for you to make fifteen dollars an hour, and you can't handle something that fucking simple. Like, yeah, man, just, like you I, make I, it hard I, for me. I'm trying to I help think, you, but you yeah, make it hard for me. But I, I, I think it's it's more of a, a a deeper problem than them making the money. I mean, it's, there are some incompetent motherfuckers that you wonder, like, why the fucker, you know, you you wonder, you know, pay rates and shit like that. But it seemed like a a, a business fuck up from top to bottom that you're not you're 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 a billion dollar businesses and you're not equipping these people to 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 troubleshoot when shit's fucked up to still run somewhat efficient you know what i'm saying if you don't if if the fire fucks up the fire fucks up but place all the signs on the doors put cones on the fucking drive-through all that shit like you know yeah. what i'm saying I, I would totally respect i come to a place and I don't place an online order and I get there and shit's fucked up and it's signs to show shit's fucked up. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll settle this shit later. But exactly. don't make me get out my fucking car to come to a door to say it's enter. And then you point at the fucking drive through. And I then to set, I had to do two doors. <laughs> like, oh my, maybe I got to go in the other one. <laughs> that That's like the, uh, the Burger King thing years ago where if I was in a drive through at Burger King, this motherfucker would tell you to pull. What it was it pull around pull around again or something? Oh, it's like they shit. had a that whole timer, <laughs> that timer? thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, only bitch ass Burger King would do that shit. I don't dog. know what the fuck that shit was. I ain't like, been to that Burger King. Up and then come back, <laughs> dog. I that dog. It's a Burger King. Oh, you know the Burger King on Warren by Evergreen. Yeah, never I know again. they happened to be there. <laughs> never again. I would I never went to that Burger King, nigga. When we was doing a podcast at your crib. It was the time I went to that Burger King on my way to your house. And I stopped at Burger King and it was like, there was nobody there but me. It's like, yeah, can you, because I, because it can't be nobody there. They're like, yeah, can you back up and then pull back up again? Like, oh my God. Like, do y'all management know y'all doing this shit? Like, this shit is so fucking stupid. And it was funny when they re, re, uh, uh, renovated that place. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's a new start. Nah, dog. Same fuck shit. And I, and I kept telling myself, 
I'm not going to pull back on this shit. I'm not doing this shit. But I was like, man, I don't want these motherfuckers fucking on my order because I'm trying yep, to get smart. Exactly. exactly. So it's like you just kind of stuck. Like, okay, I'm going to bag my fucking car back. And dri- one time they told me to drive all the way around. I'm like, you mean circle this motherfucker? Yeah, like, no, that's what serious? they tell me most. Of, that's what they tell you most of the time is to circle around. But it just man. wasn't nobody behind me. So they said to back up real quick. I'm like, man. And like, that, that is a Burger King thing. Yeah. I've never had that happen anywhere other than Burger King. And I've had that happen at multiple Burger Kings, not just the one by your house. Because that happened to be at the Burger King that was by uh, my house in Detroit. Same fucking thing. I was just about to say that uh, the one on, the one on Livernoy? Uh, Yes. Yes. Yep. That's, a, that's the other one that happened to me. It was those two. <laughs> it's, and it's only been those two to me. It's been that one and... Um, actually, I take that back. I went to the Burger King once on Davidson before. Same thing happened to me. But yeah, I yeah I refuse. I can be um, needing a meal to fucking not pass out, and I tell I would probably just say fuck it. I'm just got to see how this go. <laughs> Man, no, I, like I don't even eat at Burger King like that, and then I gotta go every time I go there. I gotta do that stupid shit. Man. And the thing like, is, I actually, I actually like Burger King, you know, but and I could I go at lunch, I go at least once a week to Burger King um by my job. I like because I Man. the app is cool and I like Whoppers, so I just get the, the Whopper combo or some Nigga, shit. But... I might eat Burger King once a year. Oh <laughs> Nigga, I never go to Burger King. The only reason I the, the time that it happened at the Burger King by your house, I was obviously getting Burger King for myself, but it was only because I was starving and it was on the way. Every other time it was to get uh get Burger King for my wife. So that make it even more irritating for me because I'm like, I, ain't, not even I don't even give you. a fuck. Like, I ain't right. even here for your shit. I gotta, I gotta fucking do this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's Man, shit, that shit made me hate Burger King, dog. <laughs> so trash, dog. So fucking trash. Burger King need to bring back that Italian chicken sandwich, the one with the mozzarella and the uh marinara oh, that sauce one, on that it. That one that was good. I ate at Burger King when Burger King had chicken sandwiches two for five and you could maybe like get one regular one and one Italian one. That's when Burger King was getting my money. <laughs> I used to fuck with that shit heavy. Yeah, I remember that sandwich, too. Mm, mm, yeah, that mm. bitch was good to the motherfucker, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like once a week uh, at the one by, by the job. Um, but yeah, I just I, I I prefer the apps. But one, you get points and shit. Like I get all kind of points and shit. It's it's usually more. It's usually incentives to any rewards program with a restaurant. I do it no matter what it is because I'm gonna get something out of it. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Man, this thing I'm watching. Uh, Portland and Phoenix, and uh, you know Chauncey is the coach of uh Portland. Yeah, and Chauncey is dressed in a way that I've never seen a coach dress before. Like coaches usually wear like a blazer or some shit like that, uh, uh, something like Chauncey got on like a. I don't even know what what you call this article of clothing. Like <laughs> it's like a it's an overly tight, long sleeved, uh, like you know, like a what's what's the the shirts that like half zip, like it don't zip all the way up and down, it only zip like halfway, and it don't have a hood, but is. it has like a high collar. I don't uh, know what he's, the fuck that is. <laughs> oh, man. He's wearing, like, it's tight. It it zips, like, halfway down, and it has a collar on it, but not a hood. I was like, man, why is... I'm like, why is Chauncey wearing this young-ass shirt? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I was laughing at this nigga Chauncey. But uh, speaking of Chauncey, uh, did, what, well, did you have anything else to say about Burger King? <laughs> nope, not at all. I'm done with them. 
Speaking of Chauncey, I want to talk about the Pistons for a minute, man, because I know I know y'all who listen to podcasts probably don't give a fuck about the Pistons, but the Pistons had a game on Sunday that I just I, I have to talk about because it was such a great game, man. And uh, you 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 saw this game, and and typically when the Pistons play, uh, me, you, and Johnny being a group chat, kind of talking about the game if we are watching it. And this was a game that I felt like. Well, before I even say this, let me be clear up front. This is the poorest performing Pistons team that I've probably seen in my whole life. <laughs> I, I agree. Like, granted, post-All-Star break, they've actually been pretty good. But that's only – I mean, the All-Star break was last weekend, right? <laughs> so, like, we – it's only – they the Pistons have played, like, what, two, three games since the All-Star break? I think three. Something like that, Yeah. Uh, so not a lot of time, but th- they've been pretty good post all-star break, but this game against Charlotte on Sunday was easy. was definitely my favorite game of the season. And it's one of those games that I'm always going to remember. And I'm always going to watch certain moments from it. Like right now I watch every now and then I watch game six of the 2004 Eastern conference finals. And I- I'll briefly explain why. Uh, obviously 2004 is the year that we beat the Lakers for our third championship. And I remember that year because I got blown up a lot during that finals. Cause everybody knows me as the biggest Pistons fan that they know. And, you know, that was our first championship since 1990. And I got blown up a lot during that playoffs, during that finals and after it. And people would ask me like, how did you feel about this? how did you feel like asking my opinion on the run or whatever? And I told people that the finals itself, it it was great to obviously win the championship, but the finals itself wasn't as great to me because they beat the shit out of the Lakers in that series. Like the Lakers had the one game they won because Kobe hit a, uh, an incredible fucking game uh, shot to send it into overtime. And then the Lakers won in overtime. And I'm like, I I told my homeboy, I'm like, if that's what the Lakers got to do to win a game in their own building, I like our chances for winning this series. And sure enough, you know, the next three games were at the Palace and the Pistons beat the shit out of them all in all of them games. So they weren't dramatic. But the conference finals against Indiana is my favorite fucking series, because that was the series where I realized, like, yo, we're actually about to make it to the finals. Like, this is actually happening. Like, this team is actually about to do something. Yes, that was game two, uh, had the had the Tayshawn block. And game six was the last game of that series. And I can't even begin to tell you how many times I have watched the end of game six because like that, it just holds so much great memories for me because that was the hypest I've ever been, ever. Still to this day in a Pistons game was game six of that series because that game was close. I think Indiana had the lead for most of that game. And there were just so many great moments at the end of that game. And so when I think about that year and that series, I think about specific moments from that game. There's a a shot that Rip hits that's huge. There's a shot that Tayshawn hits that's huge. And then there's a uh, the, 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 the shot that essentially sealed it was on a play where the Pistons knew that the Pacers were going to foul and the Pacers left Ben Wallace open because he's a poor free throw shooter. 
and they inbounded the ball right to Ben, who was wide open under the rim for a dunk, and that sealed the game. So, like, I think about the Ben Wallace play. I think about the Tayshawn shot. I think about the rip shot. So I think about individual plays from that specific game. And this game against Charlotte on Sunday had plays where I'm going to remember those specific plays years down the road. And it's because I felt like this team grew up in that game. So I, I, I told you I was going to explain to you why I love this game so much uh, once we started the podcast because I didn't want to really like, like almost spoil it, spoil my explanation for you prior to us recording the podcast. The reason I like that game so much is because when you think about a game where a team has a good run at the end to, to win the game, usually it's a combination of that team making big plays down the stretch, but also the other team collapsing. Like they'll, they'll miss easy shots or they'll turn the ball over or they just, they just kind of like you could tell one team is stepping up in the clutch and the other team is collapsing. That's generally how it happens. But that Charlotte game, neither one of these teams was giving up. Both, it was back and forth. There were so many lead changes in that game. Uh, LaMelo Ball was hitting big shots. Rozier was hitting big shots. Like, so many players were hitting big shots. And that game was back and forth. Toward the end of regulation, the game was tied. And there had been a whole lot of shit talking between the players, because like I said, it's back and forth the whole time. Shit talking between the players, shit talking between the Pistons and the fans, because it was in Charlotte. Shit talking between the Pistons and the fans. And it was just so hype, so intense, so nervous. And Sadiq Bay hit a corner three with very little time left in regulation. And after he hit that three, he ran, he went down to the other end of the court and he was on the sideline. And he side shuffled the whole way down the court, talking shit to every person he was walking by, like skipping by, kind of like just talking shit like, you know, yeah, yeah, nigga, we got this shit. You know, you know, just whatever, just talking shit. And it was so fucking hype, dog. I'm like, man, what a huge shot. These niggas is playing big time ball. Like, I felt like they were manning up in this game. Like, you know, like we we we're 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 stepping up like we see Charlotte is going hard. They're trying to win this game. They're fighting us and we fighting back and we're making big shots and the energy was high and they're talking shit, all this good stuff. And I felt like the team just kind of like looked at it, took a situation where normally they would fold and they stepped up and they stepped up and they were, and I told you, I told y'all this in the chat. I'm like, bro, the Pistons are hitting big shots. And then talking shit like true Detroit niggas, dog. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> like that, them, they, like, like that, like that was the most Detroit I have ever seen a Pistons team, dog, ever. Because like, and I'm talking even including the bad boys, because the bad boys, we look at the bad boys like they played hardcore Detroit basketball, but that was kind of like what they did. But like the way them niggas was talking shit in that game. Like, that shit, them niggas didn't even seem like professionals no more. That shit seemed like a street game. And I'm like, like every every part of nigga came out <laughs> in all the black business players in that game. And I watch it. I'm like, man, this is so fucking hype, dog. And I'm like turned up. And uh, Sadiq's shot put the Pistons up by, I, I think, three with a little bit of time left. And ultimately, Charlotte was able to tie that game up. 
went into overtime. And overtime, Charlotte got out to, I think it was like a six or seven point lead at some point. And again, the Pistons fought back and they were down by one with, I think it was like two and a half seconds left or some shit. And they inbounded the ball to Kelly Olenek. And this nigga hit like a turnaround fadeaway going out of bounds baseline off one leg. Like it was a ridiculously tough shot. And it rattled. What made it even worse is that it rattled home. And he hit it right in front of the Hornets bench and turns around and like shouts at the bench. And like everybody's turned up. I'm like, no, this is the livest fucking game ever. And I love that game so much because, like I said, I felt like they grew up in that game. Like, they went from a team that was, like, uh, you know, a bad team, accustomed to losing, kind of just like, you know, uh, you know, sometimes they play hard, sometimes they don't. But, like, that game felt like a bunch of motherfuckers grew up in that game. And they were flexing. Uh, and that, that I ain't never seen, like, a team that's been, like, that bad throughout the season just kind of, like, man up and kind of, like, come into their own. And man, I, I love that game so much, dog. Like that was such a fun game to watch. And the Pistons have been playing really good since uh the last game before the All-Star break. They beat Boston uh in Boston. Well, I don't know if it was in Boston, it might have been here, but the last game before the break, they played. No, it, was, Boston. it was in Boston, I believe. Okay. Yeah, and they got that win uh at the end of the game. And uh I you know, they lost. To, to Washington last night. I didn't see any of it because I was I was at you know seeing uh the new Batman movie. It was but, shitty because it was a close game and Killian could have tied it to go into overtime and he missed a three. Um, okay, but, I, I saw a tweet that said if Killian had made that, and that's yeah. all the tweet said is if Killian had made that. Well, and the I, shot was the shot was I think the play was made for Sadiq to get the three. He missed and the ball the rebound the ball bounced off rebound. I think I forget who rebounded and passed it because. It was it was, Kate was trying to spot up, but he couldn't get the ball. They couldn't get the ball to him, and Killian got it. But man, Killian was awesome that game. Um, he had points, and I was just like, man, I think that kid is going to be all right. You know, what I'm saying I know he's been catching it a lot this season, but he in the last couple of games he's really been showing that he's you know a, a pretty decent player. You know, so um, I think yeah, it was, I think it was a Killian, I think Killian Hayes. I don't know if Killian Hayes will ever transform into a solid starting point guard on a good team. I don't know that, but Killian Hayes does enough good things that don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet to where I think he'll always have a place on a team for his career. Like, I don't think he's going to fizzle out. I think he'll have a normal length career because he'll always have a place because he plays hard. He plays exceptional fucking defense dog like man that nigga's defense is incredible at times and he does have the ability to like show out do some nice passes all that kind of shit I just think that he's kind of in his head a little bit uh and and again this is a guy who played this is technically his second season but he didn't play Harley at all last year so there's a guy who who probably at this point has played a full season worth of games but you know, he, he's missed a lot of time. So, you know, he's got a, he's got a whole lot of uh, a time to kind of like mature and grow, but he's got a lot of skills that I think can make him a player that is not going to fizzle out and just like not be in the NBA no more. I think he'll always have a place 
I just don't know if he'll ever become great yet. Like not even great, but just like passable. Like, will he be a, a point guard, a starting point on a good team? I don't know. That remains to be seen, but he's had, he's had some good performances as late as well. Ever since he started coming off the bench, he's been playing pretty good. I mean, I think the thing, I think the key thing with, with Killian is that he's 20. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, he's so young and I feel like he still has a lot, a, a, a lot, a lot of room to grow. And I don't know. I think I think he just he just came off as really soft when he was when he first came in the league, and I think he's going. I think it's going to work out, man. I, I really do. I mean, I know he was a first first round early, what seventh pick, and you know I think we've had a lot of you know uh, the expectations been pretty was pretty high for him, um, but I think he's going to work out though. I, I'm starting to lean. I think he's going to work out. Is he? Is that dude really six five? I don't know. Is Killian really six five? I can see that. Okay, maybe so. But yeah, I, I mean, him and Kate are about out. the him and Kate are about the same height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think. Yeah, I think he. He's. He's still a work in progress. I think he needs a little bit more confidence, and I think he because he's shown the ability to do what he needs to do. I think he just doesn't quite have the confidence yet. He's not quite sure enough of himself. But I mean, we'll see. Like I said, this is a guy who, if he's played eighty-two games by this point, like. Maybe <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but he missed enough of of his rookie year to where it's questionable whether or not he's played a full 82 games yet. So even though it's the end of his second year, so like and like right. you said, he's 20. Like just you know, give him some time. We have a history of giving up on motherfuckers too early. Let's give. Yeah, him I think a, I think it's gonna work. Time I think it's gonna work out for him. I really do. I think it will. I think it's it's just a little longer than I think we all. Kind of wanted to see it, but I think it's gonna work out. Like I say, I don't even think like I don't even think he's played eighty two games yet. Yeah, um, so, I don't think so. Yeah, I, th- I think he's gonna work out, but he's been he's he, he's been um he's been showing showing some some stride, man. I think it's going. I think a, it's going. He he does a lot of shit that doesn't show up on the stat sheet, and you know you you look at it, you say, oh, Killian Hayes played twenty, you know, high twenties in minutes. And he had fucking, you know, three points of seven points and six assists or something like that. But he does, a, like I said, he does a lot of shit that doesn't show up on stat sheets. And he had a really good game. Uh, I want to say maybe like the first game after the All-Star break or the second one. And looking at the stat sheet, it was something like he had like seven points and six assists. But like he had a great game. Like he played really, really well. And, you know, it, it's. You know he's he's kind of just hit or miss, I guess. You know, like we'll we'll, we'll see. But... I just looked it up. He's played fifty. I'm sorry, he's played seventy six games, so almost eighty two. He played. So he's, he's still played, not at a full season. He's of still games. not in the full season. Yeah, a full yeah. season of games. So. so yeah, let let let's give the twenty year old guy <laughs> who has not played a full season of games yet. Let's let's give him let's give him a chance. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's that, that's the reason I want to talk about that Pistons game because I just thought that was so cool. But I also kind of wanted to talk about, uh, are you aware of this Nick Hinkle guy? No, that doesn't even sound familiar. All right, so there's this guy on Pistons Twitter named Nick Hinkle. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got popping because he used to do these like reaction videos last season after games that were like pretty funny. And he would just be like really turned up and he would do these kind of like just funny reaction videos. And now he's kind of become like the face of Pistons Twitter. He has a podcast with that James Edward dude who is not actually related to Buddha Edwards, but 
it's interesting that we got a beat reporter for the Pistons named James Edwards, who's not related to yeah, uh, the OG James Edwards. Yeah. yeah. And they got a podcast together. And now I believe Nick lives in LA. I'm not sure, but like he, uh, you know, he did an inter- He's like goes to games and shit like that as media. Uh, he had an interview with Cade that he did during uh, All-Star Weekend. Like he's, he's he's just really fucking popular, and I hopped up on Twitter the other day, and this nigga's account is suspended. Like he's, I just gone. clicked that. Yeah, I was just, gone. I was just clicking, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Well, I'm not entirely. No one's entirely sure what happened. I don't know if anyone's heard from him at all. But during the Cade interview, he asked Cade if Cade considered himself to be a hooper. Or a basketball player. And Cade said, I'm a gamer, which it's a real Cade's response is irrelevant. But Nick's point was that he considers a hooper somebody who's like good at basketball and that you can get stats, but they're not a winner. Like they're not somebody who can lead a team. And he considers a basketball player to be like a well rounded player who can lead a team and who's gonna win games and who's gonna be successful. And he had a slight off comment where he goes, I think you're a basketball player. And he's like, I think Hoopers are guys who will get the stats, but they won't necessarily win. Do you remember who I said that exact same thing about? <laughs> Jalen Green. Are you serious? <laughs> no, no, you, no. Don't you remember me saying that? I was like, I feel like Jalen Green is going to get no, better no, stats. No, no, yeah, you did say, yep, yep. I was yep, like, I feel you, like Jalen okay, Green yes, is yes, going yes, to get yeah. the stats, but he's not going to win. He'll have, he'll outstat K. But Cade will win and Jalen won't. And Nick, in his interview, he was like, I think you're a basketball player talking to Cade. And he was like, I think hoopers are guys who get the stats, but they might not win. He was like, I think Jalen is a hooper and I think you're a basketball player. That, that's all he said. He was like, I think Jalen is a hooper after he basically described a hooper as somebody who can ball but won't ever win. Apparently, this got into the, uh, into the Houston Rockets Twitter. And Rockets fans tore this nigga up. And apparently they unearthed a whole bunch of tweets. Or I can't say they unearthed. I'm assuming that Rockets fans unearthed these tweets. But the the running uh, theory on why Nick got banned from Twitter is that Rockets fans dug up a bunch of his old tweets and reported them. And he got banned. And I saw at the time people like I saw a tweet like a ham, like a tweet here or there. And I'm like, none of these tweets seem really banned worthy to me. So I, I did a tweet myself and I was like, you know, I'm surprised that this Nick Hinkle dude is so controversial because I thought a lot of y'all liked him. That's all I said. And generally when I tweet piston shit, don't nobody respond other than maybe like two or three people who are part of quote-unquote pisses Twitter as well with, with you know, Doc Joe Brown being one of them. And, but that tweet, a lot of people responded to. And somebody in particular was like, yo, look at this thread somebody sent me. And I look at this thread, it's gotta be about 50 tweets from Nick that were from like 2013, 2014. So they're old, nine, eight, nine That's, years I'm, old. I'm, I'm just seeing... The 13, 2013 
someone mentioned 2013, but continue. Yeah, so like they're eight, nine years old. I don't know how old he is. He looks pretty young to me. Like I would guess, I think early 30s might be a stretch. He might be late 20s. I would say maybe early 30s. But even if you say early 30s, nine years ago is early 20s. But these tweets, some of them are pretty problematic. Like he's talking about uh, uh, Jews. He's yeah. calling people retards. Uh, he's uh, like, I can't remember everything, but it, like I said, it was like 50 fucking tweets, this thread that somebody sent me. And I don't know. I, I, I guess I guess the main reason I want to talk about it briefly or share it is that I just kind of I, I do feel a little bit of a way about people paying consequences now for things they said when they were mad young. Cause I'm like, uh, like there's some things that it's like, no matter how old you are, you don't get a pass on. Like if I saw Nick Hinkle tweets where he's like, yeah, nigga, this nigga that I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck how old you were. But in 2013 is motherfuckers getting banned over saying, uh, over saying retard. No. Probably because it was still the tweets were still there, so I it, that wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't happening. Like I just I just searched his Twitter name and it came up saying he got reported for a Holocaust joke he did in 2013. So the the what I thought was the Holocaust joke was not a band worthy tweet because somebody told me that and they sent me a tweet and the tweet was like, uh, Holocaust jokes are bad. Or, or, or I don't, I can't remember. Like, I think how I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, it says something to the effect of like, people say you can't make Holocaust tweets that are funny. And then he said, and frankly, I think that's not true or something like that. So he used the, the name and Frank. You're familiar with and Frank, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he said, he said, and frankly, I think blah, 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 blah. I was like, that's just that's not even an anti-Semitic tweet. That's a pun using the name of a Jewish person. Like just because he punned a Jewish person's name, that don't make the tweet anti-Semitic. So I'm like, bullshit. Like that's not anti-Semitic. If he got banned for that tweet, that's bullshit. But when somebody sent me that 50 tweet thread, <laughs> no, he has a problem. He has some problematic tweets in there. Nah. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a, and and. and problematic anti-semitic tweets among other stuff like and i hesitate to say anti-semitic but he made he kept saying like uh my my jew brother is doing this or that or my jew friends and like like stuff like that uh so yeah he's he says some shit that i could see being uh i could see being problematic but i'm still thinking like 2013 how old could this nigga have possibly been uh like he don't seem that old to me I figure he might have even been in his late teens, early twenties. I'm like, man, I, and I don't. I personally, I don't even really like him. Like, I feel like he the type of motherfucker who who uh, is too big for his britches. Like, he got a little shine, and now he think he's hot shit. And I'm like, and, ah. and it's always tweets to fucking get him to yep. that article. I'm assuming, uh, well, that was about what not even a week ago when that happened. No, no, I don't think so. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that was definitely within the last seven days for sure. And you get popular. And, and the thing is, we all know this. You get popular, you better check your tweets, dog. I'm about to check all your my fucking shit. tweets. I, I will fucking just start shit. over. I yeah, I know. I'm legit. I'm, I'm legit about to delete all my shit. Uh, I'm just like, man, I don't even want to. I, I don't even want to, like, try to search for something. up Because, I man, I've been on Twitter since, fuck, 2008 or some shit. Hey, like, man, I, every I, so, every what the so fuck often, was I saying in 2008? Like, I every definitely so often, said something in 2008 that I, I get the so, <laughs> Yeah, every so often I search uh, random offensive words to see if I've said something. Now, I will say that I've never found anything that I thought would would, would straight up get me, like, you know, uh, suspended or some shit, but I've definitely searched the words just to see, like, did I say the F word? You know, was I saying... I'm literally you know, searching that right now. I'm searching that to see if I've said it. Because <laughs> I'm just like, man, like, did I say that shit at some point? Yeah, and I don't even think I was that wild to say that shit, say crazy shit like that. But yeah, I, I've definitely searched it. Like, did I say that? Like, nah, I didn't say that. I just typed F-A-G and nothing comes up. Good shit. I wouldn't have said that shit anyway. Well, <laughs> I cannot say the same. <laughs> I, I, I got some tweets to delete. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat. I'm like, this shit, like, I'm not even going to repeat this shit. Like, it's not even, it's not, like, I said the word, I tweeted the word, but I tweeted at you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tweet from you from November 16th, 2010. 12 years ago, you said, morning, all. I said, sup, fam. <laughs> I got to delete some of these tweets, dog. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Dang, I just realized, no. I def- my, my FAG uh, tweets just popped up. Jeez. I'm deleting all these shits. <laughs> I can't even read these online. But the thing I, was, I can't even read these on here. <laughs> I, no, I can't. I, I can, but it's nothing. But it wasn't. It wasn't derogatory of calling someone that was uh uh that liked the same sex one. It was just calling other people one. No, like it was, call, it's all me saying that shit to my homies. Yeah, like calling like, them that shit. Like I called, <laughs> I called Floyd Mayweather one. I called David Stern one. Uh, this is 2009, 2010. Uh, yeah, man, this is funny, and I'm surely deleting all these shits. It's not a ton, but it's way more than it should be. I will, get, <laughs> I will say that for sure. These mugs are leaving. Wow, that's funny. At first, nothing showed up, but I guess it was still populating going back fucking 12 years. Man. That's funny though. No, all, all of the tweets are the most recent one where I said it is 2013. Most of these are 2010. Yeah, this yeah, is most of these 2010. 
I said I said that word heavy between July and October of 2010. <laughs> like, what was the reason for that during that time? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But like I said, it's all like me tweeted toward my friends. Like, <laughs> like man, I gotta do that. I would delete my. I, 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 was, I already had decided after I saw how Nick got oh, banned for tweeting that shit, for tweeting shit in 2013 and 2014. I'm like, man, I'm just gonna delete all my shit because I'm not about to look through. I've been on Twitter for goddamn 14 years. I'm not about to. <laughs> I'm about to try to sift through all these tweets and delete specific ones i'm just gonna delete the whole shit because what i need it for like just delete all the just delete everything who cares but yeah, yeah. i mean yeah yeah i'm with it i get it yeah that's gotta <laughs> happen like i can't i can't i can't i can't afford to get popping and then get deleted for that nah yeah i get it <laughs> oh, and it's funny because like it's on there but like I have never said a disparaging word about a gay person in my life, dog. Like, I don't think, like, like, it's just, it's just one of those unique things where it's like, that word gets used almost never, at least within, like, my, my circle toward gay people. Like, it's never meant to be anything, like, these gay people like it's always been like yeah i'm just calling my friend that this is to fuck with him like <laughs> but i'm like yeah that's not gonna save me if uh if the tweets pop up so that's funny <laughs> but yeah man that shit you know you these folks get popping and you always find out they did some crazy shit you know and then depending on you know the like if from that tweet, he said, you know, he kind of, I want to say, I guess, dissed or talked lesser to Jalen Green, and they they went on a fucking searching spree. That's Man. pretty funny. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Yeah, but I, it's funny when you soon as you start talking about him, I started searching his name, and, I, and it came with suspense. I'm like, maybe I spelt it wrong. And then as soon as you confirm, I'm like, oh, no, he's definitely gone. He's out this bitch. Man. Wow. Yeah, I got to I got to I got to do some deleting. Like somebody could see this shit and be like, yo, this motherfucker is mad hateful. (laughs) Like even more. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's worse than I thought he was. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Good luck, man. Anything else you want to cover? Or are you good? Uh, yeah, I'm good. We can save uh anything we didn't cover for next week. Have you watched? Have you watched the Kanye West documentary on Netflix? I'm I'm not I'm not up to date. Well, how many episodes is it? It's only I three. think I've I've only almost finished the first, but I plan on finishing the other two. I'll definitely finish the other two by next week. So yeah, the third one came out today. And that's the last one. It's only three. They're about an hour and a half a piece. Um, so, yeah, we can talk about that. The other thing I got here is not timely. And then uh, I have Euphoria on here, but that's not timely either. And I don't want to talk about Euphoria specifically. I want to talk about some of the reactions I saw to it. So, like, yeah, we can say that for next time, too. So, yeah, I'm good. All right, Dan, we're cool. Well, uh, to next week. Yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. 
Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to what up dope podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at what up dope podcast. Peace.